You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. This is About Last Night with Brad Williams and Adam Ray on the Toad Hop Network. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the About Last Night Show with Brad Williams. I'm Brad Williams and my co-host, Adam Ray. Oh, wait, no. Adam's gone. It's so spooky. It's just uh, an empty chair. It, it really is. Uh, Adam Ray, my esteemed co-host, uh, is working, so he uh, he got a movie role. So he's there shooting the movie. Apparently, Sandra Bullock has more pull than Brad Williams. Yeah, I see where your loyalty lies, Adam Ray. Uh, so Hollywood. Yeah. I know. So uh, we got uh, a special guest co-host who will be here eventually. He's stuck on the 405 freeway. Uh, you know him from Love Line Psycho Mike Catherwood. Uh, he will be here. But I'm not mad at him for being late because he's extremely good looking. And when you see him on the camera, <laughs> you will, you're will like you you're mad. And then you see him, you're just like, oh, I can't stay mad at that face. It's, <laughs> it's so sexy. But uh, this gives me a chance to introduce our guest uh, who, let me give you a little backstory too. Uh, I was touring around. I was at the Virginia Beach Funny Bone, and a lot of times these clubs provide you with a feature act if you're headlining, the guy to go on in the middle before you. And normally the feature act, I'm not going to lie, blows. Uh, <laughs> normally the feature act sucks, and as the headliner you're sitting there like, gee, like 20 minutes of sucky material because it's some dude who lives in, forgive me for saying the city of Kansas, and is just like he doesn't know real stand-up, and then he goes, and he just sucks. Mike, Mike his, his name is Mike Malone, he killed Every night, destroyed the room every night. I'm sitting back going, crap, I have to work now. Jeez. I got to oh, follow you. this guy. And uh, so his name is Mike Malone. He has an album out called Let's Get Physical. It's yeah. on iTunes, selling well. His uh, podcast is The Mike Malone Show. And you can follow him on Twitter at Malone Comedy. Mike Malone, everybody. Hey, hey guys. Hey, we have Thank applause. You. Thank you. All that right. was fancy. I like that. I like that. That was fancy. Yeah. So, uh, and Mike, this is the About Last Night show, and Mike and I did a show, actually, last night. We yeah. were at the uh, Bray Improv on a Sunday night. I felt the show went well. What'd you think, oh, Mike? it was beautiful, man. I loved it. The energy in the room was just incredible, man. Yeah. They were just great. And uh, if you were if you were at the show, and now if you're listening to this, thank you again for coming out. Yes. And thank you to the fans who continuously come up to me after shows and reference the, the podcast. I truly, truly thank you for that. It means we're doing something right. It means you guys are listening. And keep talking. Keep telling friends. Uh, keep letting them know that we're here. But let's get back to Mike. Now, Mike, you got started uh, in Cleveland? Uh, Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, the big city. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the great. Yeah. yeah. Hey, don't talk about Cleveland like that. I was <laughs> exactly. in. A, I was in a better. I was in Columbus, Ohio. Exactly. Whoa, I'm offended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, but Columbus has the Columbus Funny Bone out there, which yeah. is a, which is a great club. It is the mecca of Midwest comedy. I mean, that's, that is the home <laughs> of, of Dave Stroop there, and he is the the godfather of Midwest comedy. Mm -hmm. He runs all those rooms. There. Absolutely, and. Uh, your style, uh, how would I describe your style? I, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's physical, but then, like, you have, you, you're not just, yeah. you're not, you're not a comic that just relies on being incredibly, dancing around. Yeah, yeah, dancing around and being incredibly good looking. Why, <laughs> why am I having you and Mike Catherwood yeah. on the same damn show? I'm looking like such a schmuck. Uh, well, we could have the hot Mexican, the hot white dude, or the midget. Wonder which ones we're gonna pick. 
Who's look, who, who's going to look great. at this and be like, I'll, who's booking this show? Yeah, I'll take the little guy. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? But uh, very funny. Killed it every night. And I remember the first night I saw you perform when you were opening for me. I just walked up to you. I'm like, how the hell are you not more famous than headlining? You <laughs> yeah, should be. You been, should be headlining. You've been so nice to me. I, I I cannot thank you enough. And you and you crushed every night too. You had no problem. I don't know. Yeah, why. You know. You know what I do. You know. I come place. in. I just do my thing. <laughs> I yeah. Do what I do, baby. Yeah, yeah. I do what I do. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was yeah. it was a great one-two combo, and that's some of the stuff yeah. that the fans uh, told us last night was that they really because our styles are very different, so people don't get the, like the same thing. Right. It's a good fit, and we, we don't step on premises or anything like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you'll, you'll, you'll work with a guy and he does, you know, 10 minutes on, on something you're doing 10 minutes. And you're like, oh, I can't. Oh, God, yeah. now it's awkward. Yeah, I don't really have to worry about a guy going on before yeah. me going, you know what? It's tough being a midget. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, no, uh, I think I'm pretty safe in that in uh, in uh, that regard. <laughs> yeah. But it was a fun show. Also on the show last night, and uh, I wanted to talk to you about this, is yeah. uh, uh, I have, I've always put out to my friends. I have a lot of friends and I tell them, if you ever want to try stand-up, if you ever just get it, you, you want to do it for a bucket list thing. You want to see if you can do it. I I, I will let you open up for me, and uh, you can do like three minutes and just see if you like it. No friend ever took me up on it. Yeah. I've been doing comedy for nine years, and uh, finally a friend did. Uh, he's, he's my best buddy for twelve years. His name is Ozzy Venegas, and uh, he finally started doing comedy. Started opening up for me. He's only done two shows for me, so this was really like his first time, and it's. And uh, he did he did a set last night as well, and it's so weird to be like because you've been doing it how long now? Uh, it'll be ten years in September. Yeah. Oh, so you come yeah, on, we're on almost, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yes, we're pretty we're pretty much the same. Yeah. So we, we both been doing it about ten years. It's so cool to like go back and see someone like yeah, that, start and see how nervous they are uh, and how scared and like <laughs> like literally like and asking questions like what do I do with the mic stand when I say good night? Yeah, a lot of. And that, well, I'm glad he's asking those kind of questions. Is because it's because those uh, those guys that don't move the mic stand, you can always tell. It right, just, it makes things so. You, you cannot believe the difference in between moving the mic stand out of the way, right, and then just standing there with, in front of it. It just creates. <laughs> it's just you might as well be behind a brick wall. Yeah, general rule it's of thumb. So crazy. General rule of thumb for people starting comedy is yeah. when you're done with your set, you reset the stage. You put the stool back. You put the yeah. mic stand back in the middle. Put the mic at an appropriate height. And, uh, and, and, you know, about, you know, three foot two, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's appropriate. That's uh, club average. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, just making sense. Yeah. And it was so cool. Like, he, uh, my buddy Ozzy, he had, he had his whole family come out and there, and like, and he's Latino, so his whole family was like 36 people. Yeah, it was a whole and, section. <laughs> it, it was like, I mean, it, it literally looked like, like, uh, like a cheering section at a <laughs> soccer game. Like, like they started doing chants in the middle, like, ole, 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 ole. <laughs> it was almost like the price of right. And then we just right? pulled him up from the crowd. Like, yeah, and, come and, on down. I know, and they, and he's looking at them for help. Like, yeah, what, yeah. What, what should I talk what about I next? Talk, <laughs> talk about Justin Bieber. You think you think Justin Bieber jokes? Okay, good. I'm doing Justin Bieber jokes. Go for the Bieber. And, yeah, and it was so cool. And what, what was even funnier for me, and uh, I, I know you heard this from him as well, yeah. was he was trying to describe to his very Latino mother. What he was gonna do? He was trying to describe stand-up comedy to her, and she's just like, yeah. "I, I, I, I don't understand what you." <laughs> she even said, "She, I, I think she said to him, uh, uh, why do people want to hear you talk or something?'" Yeah, <laughs> like, because why she's do people like, "Want to hear you?" Yeah, she's like, "What, what are you doing on stage?" Uh, uh, mom, I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I, yeah. I'm just talking on stage, and then people laugh. 
Why do they laugh? Why do they? Why would they listen to you? <laughs> what, why do they listen to you? What do you say that's funny? You're not funny. Uh, it, it was. Uh, it was so priceless. like. Priceless. It is. It's heartbreaking because <laughs> just about any comedian when we start. Very few parents when yeah. you start doing comedy is like, oh, thank God you're gonna be a comedian. <laughs> thank I had God. such high hopes as lawyer, doctor. doctor oh, oh nope. thank God mm-hmm. you just went right to the top, going comedian. And it's usually yeah, it's usually that. Oh, dick jokes, huh? Oh okay. yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, hmm. uh, your first gig. Where where was your first gig at? At the Columbus Funny Bone. I didn't even know it was really? an option. I didn't even know it was oh, a wow. thing that you could do. I didn't know anything. I was nineteen. My buddy was eighteen. He goes. Uh, he told me. He goes, hey, I'm I'm going to the uh, Columbus Funny Bone. I said, what for? And he said, to do stand up comedy. <laughs> I was like, you could do that. <laughs> like I had no idea. I was a schmuck. I was enrolled in in community college. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, baller. Yeah, and uh, you know, dude. put my life together and, uh, <laughs> and uh, well you know at, at that point yeah, you know, community college like I got my uh, career options are Walmart greeter stand up comedian exactly Woo-hoo! it's pretty much even at that point yeah 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 exactly so my buddy uh, uh, he signed me he called back and he signed me up because they have to sneak him in they told him hey you know, okay. the, the guys running the open mic show said hey I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you in but you can't drink can't do anything you have to you know whatever mm-hmm. and we were so de- we're like we'll do anything just let us come in and so we he signed me up too we had two weeks to prepare and we we bought a little video camera we recorded every night wow uh, we recorded our five minutes over and over again and then we show up and it's a contest that we didn't know about our first time on stage oh really ever and they're like you can't say the f word no dirty material no this and we're like that's all we got (laughs) (laughs) well when you start you don't know what to do and like a a, a good tip that i always heard you know, older comics tell young guys is write clean because yeah. it's because it's way easier to dirty it up yes. than it is to clean it up. Like if like you, if you have that killer baby rape bit, like <laughs> you can't you you can't suddenly be like, huh? All right, how do, how do we clean up that, that one? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, but if that is a great advice, if you if you do start writing clean right from the right from the beginning, yeah, and it's so much easier and the opportunities are amazing. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to yeah. be doing charity show. Okay, really, you don't want to be doing fundraisers. And you want to be doing like, it's like you're like just starting. Corporate events and you're, you're, stuff you're starting. Or, you want shows. You want anything. Yeah. I, I, dude, I performed in Applebee's restaurants. I oh, performed yeah. in bowling alleys. I've been in. Oh, oh, dude, the bowl- it's now here. Now here, here, here's the thing. Because I've done bowling alley shows back oh, in the day. God, yeah. We're, now mine always had a side room, so we didn't actually yeah. hear the pins. Right, like going in the middle. Well, you can still hear them. <laughs> That's true. You can. You're, You're like, like is that an applause so, break? Or yeah. So I, so game? I walk into the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's literally like you're trying to time your punchline yeah. in between the ball being rolled and it actually hitting, and yeah. then like and then in some other room you hear some bad Asian karaoke going on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be American idiot. Uh, all right, awesome. Now I gotta Great. do a punchline. Now I gotta do this. And and that's the thing is when you'd start off. I mean, yeah, like everything. I'm spoiling Ozzy right now because his, his two gigs yeah, are been... in front of my audiences at improvs <sighs> like the Improv Comedy Club, which is the best some of the best comedy clubs in the country. He's gonna hate you. Uh, yeah, because he's finally gonna do it. He's finally gonna do an open mic night and mm-hmm. have to deal with, you know, just nine yeah. comics in the audience who are just staring at you like, oh. I- 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 if you laugh, then I don't get paid or I don't get famous, <laughs> which is the dumbest thing that an open mic comic can do. These open mic comics sit in the audience of the open mic shows and they yeah. don't laugh at other comedians because they think that it's gonna like make that guy. Get on the Tonight Show or yeah. something, and it's like, dude, we're at we're at a we're at a truck stop right now. Yeah. 
A Tonight Show scout is not yeah, going not towards the truck stops looking for the next big thing. You Here, can laugh. It's okay. Here's the best example. that I, I was in Boston, and uh-huh. uh, uh, my buddy was taking me around to all the open mic circuits a- after our show. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom uh, Tom Dustin, super funny guy. Uh, he out of Boston. He's, he's the king of Boston comedy. Nice. And so he's taking us around to these, these places, and he starts heckling the comedians. Like at the open <laughs> mic night, he's like, ah, oh, you suck. Boo. Get off the stage, you fag. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and so we're in the car later, and I go, "What I, you, is everybody's yell at each other? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, you guys don't do that back home? I go, no. He goes, <laughs> he goes yeah, it, it makes it so much better. They either A, get funnier. <laughs> Or B, give up. All right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it just makes so much. It makes it so much easier. I was I like, mean, holy shit. I mean, in a sick way, it yeah. kind of makes sense. But, but I always thought that open mics are hard enough as exactly. it is. Exactly. Well, why are you? <laughs> and if you've been doing it, uh, I mean, and I just remember. Like yeah, like you don't want to deal with hecklers on top of that, and comedian hecklers, comedian hecklers that yeah. know how to fuck up a joke. <laughs> exactly. Like if you're a comic heckler, I know exactly Where what you going. can say. Yeah, you 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 can say punchlines before the guy gets to him. <laughs> better punchlines. Yeah, better punchlines. <laughs> what you should have said. You know, and then, <laughs> this joke would have worked. Oh my god. Yeah, it was. I had never seen anything like. And he was he acted like I was the asshole. He's like, what you don't do that back home. I'm like, no, what no, are you we're nice about? to each other. We support. I'm from the Midwest. We're very. Uh, yeah. It. We bring and people pie here. Good try. <laughs> yeah, mid, 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 Midwest people, nice people on the planet. Which <laughs> yeah. is which is also another way that I'm spoiling my buddy Ozzy because when he comes oh. out to do the first couple shows, he he's working with you, who's a great guy. He's working with me, and, I, and he's my best friend of 12 years. Yeah, even Gary was not. I mean, uh, Gary was Gary awesome. Gary Cannon, um, who, who 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 was hosting, and then yeah. he, he was great, very helpful to him. Yeah, like you go to open mic nights, it's oh. fucking doggy dog Good. there. It's yeah. just vicious. It's piranhas just and sharks waiting for blood. Nobody makes eye contact here. Either. No. Like, it's, it's so different. My, it's, uh. my, my favorite part, one of my first times doing an open mic, this guy comes up to me, and I, I guess he could tell that I was really nervous and really scared. And he goes, hey, man, this is like your first couple times. Like, yeah, this is, my, this is my very first time on stage. He's like, don't worry. I've been doing the open mics for 12 years. Watch me. I'll show you what to do. And in my head, I'm like, You've been doing open this mics is- for 12 years? <laughs> you suck. Why the hell would I want to do what you do? You See, know what I mean? Like, it's like, dude. Uh- <laughs> that's where my naive Midwest comes I go, oh, this guy seems really nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a nice guy. To t- I was expecting you to go that way with it. Instead, you're like, yeah, fuck this yeah, guy. Yeah, fuck you. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it, 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 it's, like, it's like someone walks up to you. I've been the fluffer in this porn company yeah. for 15 years. Let yeah, me I'll, tell you how to be a success, I'll kid. I'll teach you how to fuck. <laughs> You know nothing. You know nothing. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's it's this crazy world of open mic where wow. it, it's never like we said. It's it's almost never at a comedy club. It's usually no. at a bar. You got oh, you, you got to deal with sports on the TV, which is always Dude, right. I have had that where people are, are literally watching NASCAR at full volume at the bar, twenty feet away, and you're. <laughs> I was doing a a pizza shop somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. Yeah. And uh, and they were, had NASCAR on twenty, and they had people were having like child birthday parties going on, <laughs> and they had a, literally had a karaoke machine set up with one oh of those like God. little three foot cords, yeah. and that was that was the show. That was like here's your oh that area. was your <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's like we got so, yes, yeah. so it's like we got, all right, we got pool over here, we got NASCAR over here, we got stand up comedy yeah, in this exactly. corner of the room. It's a, yeah, it's it's a multiplex. Oh in my God, a pizza it's, shop. It's like a was... white trash Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs>
that is a yeah. very low budget David yeah. Buster's. Oh my God. Yeah. It, well, I almost think that that's better than what they do sometimes when. Like, it's good to have sports just maybe on. The worst is when sports is on, and then right before the show, they turn it off. Oh, and people are angry. Yeah, it's like, all right, oh. we, we, we know there's five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter <laughs> of the Laker game, but now you're going to watch a bunch of open micers tell you, try to tell you jokes. But now like, it's comedy. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Kobe was taking over, man. And then yeah. they get so, yeah, who was ready to laugh at that point? Oh, man. Uh, there's so many... Uh, there's so many ways a show can go, and just little—it's—it's mm. uh, it's like foreplay. It, it almost <laughs> is like there's so many things like it just a little—if you just tweak it the wrong way, right? Like, it's right. right. I'm not gonna. Nothing's gonna happen. Exactly. Cause like, hey, they—they uh, they like the fingering, but the second you stick <laughs> one pinky in the ass, exactly. Now then they get mad. Now I'm some kind of pervert. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it's that. It, it's that crazy. It's that crazy fine that little, line. Yeah. It's just oh, speaking it's of fine lines. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fine lines. And uh, we're going to take a break in maybe about 10 minutes, but we're going to talk in length about this. For some odd reason, uh -huh. apparently the worst people in the world in the last week have been stand-up comedians. <laughs> we keep popping up in the news. Yeah, it's just screw, screw heartless. evil dictators, Ugh. screw bankers, screw tax people, screw lawyers. Stand-up yeah. comics are the it worst people in the world because we keep having stories in the, literally in the last week yeah, alone – We've had three stories. Uh, yeah, three uh, three yeah. main ones that I could think about. Uh, yeah. Eddie Griffin story that just happened like two days ago. Right. Now, if you don't know the Eddie Griffin story, he was at a club called Tommy T's in Pleasanton, a, a club that I've played, and uh, it, it's 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 a strange club, but it, it's not exactly a, it's it's a, it's a steakhouse that happens to have comedy, <laughs> but it's good. Steak like, and jokes. Yes, yeah, like steak it. and jokes. That's <laughs> literally what's on the menu, steak and jokes. I like it. And I love Tommy. He, he, he was one of the first guys to ever headline me, so I, I really love the club. Um, Eddie Griffin's on stage, and while he's on stage, a, he says something. A woman throws a drink at him. Yeah. He gets mad, reaches down, picks up another drink, and throws it back at her. Yeah. And I'm like... Fuck yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah. as every comic, Which, we all wanted to do that yeah. at some point. Because we're supposed to be the ones who just stand up there and like, oh, don't do that, buddy. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. That, like, like, that's what we're... But Eddie's just, fuck you. Boom. Boom. And that's... Oh. And, but then, of course, he does that. They stop the show. The cops are called. Everyone of gets course. moved out of the club. So, yeah, that incident. There's actually video of it. Yeah, on, I saw. Uh, uh, it looks really like somebody just in the crowd from a yeah. cell phone. I saw it on TMZ of all places. Yeah, 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 and that's where it is. Yeah, and, and uh, so you got that, and then you had the uh, Tammy Pescatelli situation. That uh, Tammy Which is Pescatelli, similar. yeah, a uh, very talented comedian. I love Tammy Pescatelli. She's great, funny as hell. She's on stage, and uh, someone she. She's doing her one of her famous bits where she just says, like, don't you just want to look at someone and be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. And that keeps going, and she's she's brilliant with it. And uh, some lady in the front row, like, heckles her. So Tammy, she's on her phone. And oh. Tammy said, are you reading a, a book on your nook? Like, just trying to play. Right. You know, be play and that's the thing is, like, with crowd work, you can be playful, and you can you can get it done. And, yeah. and true professionals know that you don't have to. The guys, the, there's so many instances where guys are in the wrong, where they just snap right away. And they're sure. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you're don't texting. Stop yelling. At, yeah, like, what? So she, she was being right. playful and being nice, and she said, what are, you, are you, what are you reading a book on your nook? Just joking around. Mm -hmm. And the woman said to her, your, your jeans are too tight, and you're making jokes about your husband, and I don't like them. 
Whoa, all right. Like, all you said was book on the nook. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. He didn't look down and be like, hey, so you're reading Fifty Shades of Grey because you can't get laid, you it's, tramp. Exactly. Like, like, he was... didn't say that. Just no. book on the nook, playful, just right. maybe to acknowledge, it, let them exactly. know, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. Exactly. That's it. Not threatening. And, yeah. this, and, and this lady says that, and then what? Threw they, wine they go, at her? Well, they go back and forth for a couple minutes. The lady says something else, or Tammy said something about her hair. She says something about her being blonde. Or she goes, well, I'm not a, a true blonde. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tammy goes, well, you're not fooling any of us. We already knew that. <laughs> and that's when the woman threw the glass. Throws, throws a glass of wine. Yeah. Full of wine at Tammy. Wine gets on Tammy. Yeah. She ducks the glass. Uh, it goes behind her. And Tammy, in a very clever way, makes jokes about it. But at the same time, says to the audience, like, hey, that's assault. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah, like, it, it uh, very much is. Yeah, under the under the definition of assault, it is. If if you went to any, if you went to Walmart, and, right, and, and just threw, like and just start, <laughs> that's assault, right? If Greer says, "Hey, welcome to Walmart," and I take yeah. your, and you like that doesn't work. And uh, she actually asked the audience if they would all stay and mm-hmm. uh, be witnesses because she was going to call the cops, right? And the entire audience is like, "Yes, we will stay because she's yeah. killing. They love her as they should." Right. The cops show up. They all give statements. There's over 300 witnesses that give pretty much the exact same statement. And the cops tell Tammy, "We can't press charges because yeah. you're a comedian." Yeah, they did nothing. Of, uh, like and it's it, part of the show. Yeah, like that's like, her big closer. That's like, not part of the show. That's, that's what I'm doing tonight. Drunk whore in the front row is not part. Like, and, yeah. and, and that's what pisses me off. And I know you've done this. Like, I know you've had hecklers come up to you Ugh. after shows and be like, "Hey, I really helped you out." Helping you out? No, you didn't help me. I'm just that good. Like, oh I like I was God. doing my thing. You threw a spike strip in the middle of my yeah. road, and then I just found a shortcut around it. Tammy, That's- are you going to do that wine glass closer tonight? <laughs> I love it. when I brought my mother here on her birthday, and we were hoping you'd do the wine glass. <laughs> I know. Can my mother throw a wine? Can yeah, she, could be she be the, the one? one? <laughs> could she be the one that throws the wine at you? It'd be so great. I, I People don't know any better. That's what baffles my mind. People literally don't know any better. I was yeah. doing a show and uh, in Indiana, and uh, this woman was completely turned around in her chair, so she's not even facing the stage, and she's talking at room volume. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing is, I like I try to ignore things as much as I can. I don't. I hate being that guy. I'm not an insult comic. I don't just go after you. I do it right. in a playful way if I have to. Right. Well, because, I mean, it just, some comics jump on too fast. My uh, philosophy yeah. is... The entire room doesn't know that that person is texting. Exactly, they're not they're, they're not they're not annoying the entire room. Right. So if you just start off and be like, "Hey, fuck you," everyone thinks that you just said "fuck everybody you" to a woman for no crazy reason. Person, and I, right now, now everybody hates you. Right. So so just casually, uh, I just I get real quiet and and I just start I'm staring at her, mm-hmm. and the whole room gets quiet, and they just start looking at what I'm looking at because <laughs> at this point. People around her are beginning to shush her, and that's the last thing you want as a comic to yeah. lose that control of the room. Right, 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 right. And so I get real quiet, and so we all start staring at her. And she turns around, and she goes, "What?" <laughs> and I go, "We can, we can all hear you." And yeah. she goes, "It's my friend's birthday, and we haven't seen each other in like two months." Oh, and I and I, I go perfect. Oh my! Well, we're kind of doing a, a show here. I don't know if you saw the lights <laughs> and the microphone. The microphone. We're doing a show. The fact that the, 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 there's one person on here <laughs> talking way louder than everyone exactly. else. And Jesus. she goes, and she goes, my friend's birthday. Da, da, da. And I go, I'm I'm so sorry. I go, guys, guys, I'm so. You know what? I'm I'm an asshole. We're trying to do a show on your friend's birthday, and you're trying to. <laughs> I am so sorry. Go back to go back to catching up. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. And she goes, ah, thank you. And turn back around. <laughs> she turned back around. 
And so, like, she didn't get it. She didn't get it. And the whole crowd's like, what? <laughs> and I go, and I, and th- at this point, you're like, oh, I got it. And I go, bitch, yes. I was kidding with you. You can't talk are, to are me. Are you that self-righteous that yeah. you're just like, oh, no, everyone should listen exactly. to my conversation. And I go, these people all pay. And I go, I tell you what. I go, go I'm- to a fucking coffee shop. <laughs> I go, go there. Why are you coming to a stand-up show where there's other distractions? Yeah. I go, I, get, Jesus. I have 10 minutes left. Can I just get through this 10 minutes? And she goes... She goes, okay, fine. And I go, well, for that, I'm doing 20. And the crowd goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and we had a great night after that. Oh, my God. So, uh, and, but then, and then the third most popular story, which, which we're going to take a quick break and then come back and probably yeah. uh, talk about that at great length, is the uh, Daniel Tosh controversy. <sighs> so uh, we will talk about that. This Can't is Mike wait. Malone. I'm Brad Williams. This is the About Last Night Show. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Frank here for ShoeDazzle.com. Well, not so much for ShoeDazzle.com. I'm here for you, guys. If you're looking to do something special for your lady and you don't want to really think about it, you go to ShoeDazzle.com and set her up with an account. She goes on and she picks out uh, her style, and ShoeDazzle.com does the shopping for her. They get her own little boutique where they give her shoes every single month, and women love shoes. Us, really not so much. We could care less. But they love them. You'll get super huge points if you just get her an account at ShoeDazzle.com. Hot shoes and accessories personalized to fit her unique style. New products are added regularly. And uh, you only have to buy them if she likes them, which I'm sure she'll like them. But the great thing is every pair of shoes is only thirty nine ninety five. So this is really a no-brainer because you don't have to think about anything at all. You get her an account at ShoeDazzle.com, and you look like a saint the rest of your life. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com by clicking on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, typing in the word Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, and you'll get 20% off. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com. If you haven't been listening to App Addicts... Well, I've been using it because been using I, it. I run about 4, 4, 4.2, 4.3 miles, and that's kind of my average run. And I've been able to improve already a minute on my 4.2 mile time. So, and this app helped you helped you because do that? I track it. Yeah, because you track it. And as I'm running, it actually says. And so, this is the app Nom, which we've already talked about. Nom. N O M. N O O M. N O O N. M. M. Yeah. And, okay. so, and I'll Nom. bring it. Up, I'll bring it up and I'll show you guys. Yeah, please. But what what it's actually done is, as I'm running, it tells me how fast I run. So if I'm not running fast enough, every two minutes, it says, "Oh, you're running 7.6 miles an hour." Oh, you're running. 7. Does it say you're running slower? Or you're getting fatter? Does no, it actually? Can you make it say stuff like in a British accent, like, you big fat pig, you? App Addicts, Fridays at 4 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly, or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail, and you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com. And you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price, guaranteed. Great events, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a tweet. global. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at scorebig.com is what you pay. 
Always less than retail, never any fees. Scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G dot com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. Now back to About Last Night. On the Toad Hop Network. All right. We are back on the About Last Night show. My guests. Comedian Mike Malone, a uh, very funny dude. Uh, hope you're listening to us, however you're listening to us. Thank you. Uh, you could be listening on iTunes. You could be listening to the show on Stitcher. Uh, you could also be listening on ToadHopNetwork.com and watching at ToadHopNetwork.com. And apparently, a lot of you guys are watching because I have gotten numerous insults about the shirt I am wearing. <laughs> uh, let's great. see. Well, let, let, let's just say this. Uh, one fan just... Uh, tweeted me. I'm at Funny Brad. If uh, you want to tweet me, and uh, one fan just tweeted me. It looks like uh, you got raped by the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> so, so, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah! Oh no! no. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. No. So uh, apparently, oh, no. I don't know. Uh, I, I I won't say the name of the company, even though it, it's sprawled across my chest. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see this. Oh, it, it, it's so weird because uh, I. But uh, before coming in to do this show, uh, I was actually over uh, helping Jeff Ross. Uh, Je- uh, Jeff Ross has a new show coming out on Comedy Central, and oh, nice. I'm kind of helping out with it. I'll probably be on it a few times. And, uh, yeah, they were in a pitch meeting in the, in the writer's room, and I walked in, and they immediately all looked at my shirt and just started. It, yeah, <laughs> it went from making fun of one thing to just like, all right, who's got 20 jokes on Brad's shirt? And it just, <laughs> oh, my God, I got ripped a new one. So, yeah, That's great. needless to say, this shirt is going in the trash after this. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> what, what, what did he say? That's not Ed Hard. That's not Ed Hardy. That's Ed Softy. That's Ed Hardly Not. That's that's. <laughs> it's just oh my god. Ed I, Hardly. Yeah, I got. It. <laughs> that's Ed, beautiful. Ed Ed Hardly Not a shirt. Uh, yeah. So apparently, uh, you know what? I'm 28. I'm still allowed to dress like a douchebag. Okay. Yeah. That and you know what? Being a dwarf. I can wear this kind of stuff, and people just look at me and go, "Oh yeah, that's what dwarfs do." <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's yeah, that's their thing. Yeah. They wear they wear douchebag shirts. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I've listen, seen listen. When you're an adult, small as a 28 year old man, it's either this or Bob the Builder. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I don't have a lot of options. Okay. Uh, I would prefer you being a Bob the Builder. Shirt. <laughs> Probably, yeah. right? Just like try to pick up chicks with my Bob the Builder t-shirt. People like look at me like, is, is, am I a pedophile for hitting on you? I don't understand. Yeah, it's Bob the Builder. Respect, man. <laughs> Build a ladder up to that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, ladder up to wow, that pussy. That is the uh, worst pickup line ever. Uh, ladder, <laughs> ladder up to the pussy is the name of my next album. So uh, awesome, good stuff. Uh, we great. we teased it. Oh, by the way, uh, Mike Catherwood still not here. Yeah. <laughs> still stuck on the four hundred five freeway. Uh, so yeah, if you live in LA or you ever want to go to LA, just don't go on the four hundred five freeway. If you guys can Mike's all just scoot over to the right <laughs> for listening. and let Mike pass, that <laughs> so, would be great. So if you can come here for like there, you, five minutes. If he could just come in, <laughs> show how handsome he is, and then leave. We'll yeah, get him it, back to you. You'll be back it. on the road. You can cut him off and exactly. curse at him. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. Anyway, uh, so we teased it before the break, but we wanted to talk about the uh, Daniel Tosh controversy. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. It's just... it's Fiasco. It's just angry. Um, so, and then... Uh, well, here's what happened. For those of you who don't know 
uh, what happened with the Tosh thing. Uh, Tosh was on stage at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Yeah. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar, the Laugh Factory is what you call a showcase club. So headliners are doing 20 minutes each, about. About 20 minutes each, where it's not normal host feature, headline does an hour. Right. It's 20 minutes each. And I think Dane Cook went on right before yeah, Tosh. because they go back to back to back there. Right. There's no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then Tosh uh, came on, and as he's talking, uh, he does a rape joke. Well, or, the, was, was that it? Here's the, th- the, 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 first off, the woman that wrote the blog wasn't even there. She, oh, okay. it was her friend and okay. they, um, he was in the middle of, he's trying some new stuff out and he said, well, what do you guys want to talk about? Oh, okay. Yeah. Which okay, is standard comic, like, you know, work right. whatever. And a guy in the audience yelled out rape. It wasn't okay. even, it, they, the media is portrayed it as if Tosh was up there just being like, oh, I got 20 minutes on rape. I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, work exactly. Out. I got this rape chunk. Exactly. Yeah. By the way, uh, rape chunk, great band. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy yells out rape and Tosh and a smart ass. Tosh way says, mm-hmm. uh, "Oh yeah, rapes, rapes always funny. Ra- you know, rapes never not been funny." To- yeah. And this woman and the crowd couldn't suppress it anymore. She couldn't let that get to. And she said, "Rapes never funny," mm-hmm. and yelled out. And then Tosh uh, responded with, "Yeah." Uh, uh, to- Tosh responded with, "Wouldn't it be funny if that girl just got <laughs> raped by like five dudes right now? Like right now, as she was like right now, <laughs> as she's complaining about rape." Which okay. Take the word rape out. It just that. Just look at the joke. Yeah. Look at the basis of how that joke was constructed. I don't like X. Yes. Wouldn't it be funny if X just happened to you as you're complaining about it? Okay. Yes. That, that's why that joke is funny. Yes. It is. And apparently he said that the girl didn't even leave at that point. Just sat back down. But then goes home. Her friend writes this. No, they blogger. walked out. Oh, oh, oh! They did. Okay. They did walk out, and um, they, they waited till he was a couple minutes late, so it wasn't so obvious. And they walked okay. out. And then her friend wrote a blog, and now Tosh has just been in like every day for you know. Yeah. We're just horrible people as comics now, and right. we can't believe them. We have all the censorship. And the thing is, it's not even about the word rape. No, it's not about the. It's about the power and control of the room, and it's about the audience being able to 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 not interrupt. It's a lie. It's art. Yeah. Comedy is art. And uh, we have a caller. Uh, it, it all, you, okay. you, you could always call into the show. The number here is 1-888-520-4374. If you're listening on iTunes later and you want to call in live, uh, we do the show every Monday from 3 to 4 uh, Pacific time, 1-888-520-4374. Let's see who's on the line. Hello? Hi, Brad. It's me, Tony. <laughs> Damn it. Interrupting Tony Danza. <laughs> Got- <laughs> I thought we could do one show without you interrupting us. Well, I thought I'd do one show where you weren't a, uh, a midget. <laughs> God. He, he does have you there, bro. Uh, he does have you there. What's going hey, on? Uh, Brett, Brett, I just want to say, uh, hey, where'd you get that shirt? It looks like, uh, it looks like, a, it looks like a, 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 a 10-year-old girl on a period <laughs> used, it, used it to wipe up a period and then, uh, and then took it down to a T-shirt shop and had to draw a needle on it. Damn interrupting Tony Danza. Uh, <laughs> got you again, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I want to say real quick, uh, and, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I just want to... This whole, this whole topic of rape. I mean, first of all, rape sounds a lot like grape, and you can't get upset at a grape. <laughs> what you can get upset with is is the fact that, you know, here's the thing. I used to speak at D.A.R.E. graduations. Remember remember D.A.R.E.? Yeah, no, yeah, no, D.A.R.E. Keep Dare. your what kids is, off what does it drugs. Stand for? It stands for drug... Um, uh, well, I smoke too much pot, but it, it, it stands for 
It stands for don't do drugs, you you little you fucking little kids or something. But anyway, I don't think that's what it stands for, Tony. <laughs> but okay, that that that'd no, be like D D. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's an acronym. Whatever the acronym <laughs> is, the bite at this point. But but Brad, I used to speak at, at graduations. And, okay, and to tell these kids, you know, not to uh, not to do drugs, to get involved, and try to you know try to really shake the young minds of tomorrow and how drugs can be a uh, debilitator as far as making progress in life. How does this have anything to do with rape jokes? This is a long set. This okay. rape joke better be really good. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck you, co-host. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here. Uh, so I, I used to open these, these speeches by saying, hey, kids, now drugs, drugs are bad. That goes without saying. But you know what's really bad? Getting raped by a walrus. <laughs> and these kids would die laughing because not only would I say raped by a walrus, which is a funny image, but I would... I had a guy dressed up in a walrus suit come out and act like he was sticking his walrus dick in, in the side of my jean pocket. And, and these kids, for them to know at that age, that was funny. <laughs> you know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, but the point is, the point is, you know, oh, Daniel Tosh did nothing. All right. Uh, we just <laughs> mysteriously lost connection somehow oh, to interrupting weird. Tony Danza. Damn it. We can't do one show without Tony Danza calling in. Anyway, uh, he's still trying to get work. But anyway, uh, <laughs> back to... Hey, Mike Catherwood hey. is here, everyone. The 405 freeway opened up. The seas parted. Have a seat, what? buddy. Have a seat. Coming in, the incredibly good-looking right. Mike Catherwood has just showed up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And uh, wearing espe wear, uh, looking especially cut... Uh, having the Virgin Mary de Guadalupe on your T-shirt. That's right. So Mexicans, real. well, that well, that's why you couldn't get through the traffic at the 405. Mexicans were stopping Mexicans? and like praying to you and stuff yes. like that. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Of uh, course, man. Sorry, I'm late. I hate, I hate to be late. Hey, that, no, but. no worries, man. We're uh, talking about the uh, Daniel Tosh controversy. Yeah, uh, and basically, I mean, we're talking about people. If you go to a comedy show. And you can say, okay, well, he shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said rape, whatever. But the thing is, is she heckled him. Mm -hmm. Once you heckle at a comedy show, we don't like we, we we're just trying to keep it going. It's a verbal agreement that you right. have whatever's coming to you. Absolutely, you're yelling at me mm -hmm. while I'm on stage. You're yelling right. at me. Well, you can't do that to any other. You can't get away with that. Any. You can't go to Macy's and just start yelling at people <laughs> at the count and not expect them to be like, "Hold on a second. Yeah, you can't fucking yell at me like that. Yeah. And the thing with it also is that what I read that blog and nowhere in that blog did did it say did the audience laugh. No, it didn't. Nowhere does it say that because I guarantee you they did. Exactly. And that's why she didn't talk about it in the blog because I'm sure the audience all laughed. All thought it was funny, except yeah. for the one person who. <laughs> and that's and that's the thing. There's so many hot buttons. It's it's almost impossible to do a complete because you're up there. You're doing you know half hour, an hour, or whatever. It's almost impossible yeah. to dodge all those landmines. Absolutely. Of people have personal uh, you know uh, uh, you know problems and and, yeah. and upset you know triggers and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, Mike, it, you're it's you were you were on the Kevin and Bean show, very sure. very popular morning show. You 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 guys were on every weekday doing four hours a day. Yeah, four, four and a half. Really. Really. Four and a half hours yeah. a day. It's like you're doing four and a half hours of material. There's going to be – you can't do four and a half hours of talking without saying something. Yeah. I mean, I think it goes even farther. You said once she heckled, she kind of opened herself up to it. Yeah. I yeah. think, look, once you pay – once you're a patron of whoever the performer is, right? you've already relinquished your ability to say crap about it. Like, sure. 
Yeah. There's a what people don't understand is there's a giant difference between something being right or wrong and being offensive. Mm-hmm. Right. There's plenty of stuff that maybe ethically isn't correct. It doesn't Absolutely. make it from an art from an art form standpoint, it doesn't make it right or wrong. Right. It's yeah. nobody's business whether or not like Daniel Tosh can say whatever the hell he wants and mm-hmm. I'm sorry if he offended that young lady. Uh too fucking bad. I right. mean, that's the bottom line. The, the the only way to handle it from here on out is like you can't apologize. No, and, that, and that's can't almost apo- mad like, that he did apologize. Yeah. I was like, why would? you? Well, I'm he's he's I'm well, sure he's answering got a lot to higher ups. If he was still a struggling comic, believe me, he wouldn't. Yeah. Have. Well, yeah. but if, if he was still a struggling comic, the woman would have complained and wouldn't have taken right. it public. Yeah, we, she's we going after never a target. Heard this story because yeah. I know I dealt with that when I was on working for E News on the Daily Ten. I made an Adam Lambert convert comment that everybody flipped the fuck out about. Really, and I wouldn't have. If in a million years apologize for it, but you know, I I felt like there's a lot of other sure. people right. that are relying on this show. It's when you have the, the higher ups, show. Yeah. when you have the higher ups who sign your check, yeah, you know, same with the same with Loveline. I mean, uh, you know, when you deal with a show that's like sure. constantly, it's nothing but a big goulash of hot button topics. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Mike Catherwood co-hosted the Loveline nationally syndicated radio show with uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky, and yeah, pe- people are calling in all the time with the the most terrible stories right. of of molestation and cheating and like the terrible things and you like drew is kind of the straight guy the doctor it's your job on that show to be the entertaining one yeah. to like come in with the joke and kind of not make fun but make light yeah and, and it, i mean it less so now i mean it like you, you have almost a responsibility not sometimes to be entertaining but mm-hmm. at the same time you know if someone calls up you know from my standpoint it's like if someone calls up and they say uh i'm addicted to pills and i want to stop but i'm gonna go through a, B, and C, and I'm not going to do D, E, and F. Mm-hmm. If I say, well, listen, uh, you're a, in, a fucking idiot, and you're going to kill yourself mm-hmm. if you don't do D, E, and F. Yeah. And then, you know, sure enough, uh, within moments, I get emails. They're like, you you have to be more sensitive uh, to people like that. He called up, and he was, and I go, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, really, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry you did not, you personally did not like the way I handled that caller. But yeah, that's right. none of your fucking business. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and absolutely. And with these topics of when people call him, like, they're like, well, but can you honestly get behind him saying that f- wouldn't it be funny if five people raped that woman at that point? Yes, because it's a comedy club. Right. I, I, if he was entering a corporate meeting and said, <laughs> hey, let's yeah. look at uh, the statistics of the bottom line of this last quarter, and hey, Julie, wouldn't it be funny if you got raped right now? Yeah. Okay, then you could be pissed off. Then you, Yeah, then then it's different. But as it's our job to to help people escape from those issues and help people you know, mm-hmm. not worry about that. And if you, if you are hitting that hot button, it's just to help make it easier to get through that stuff. Right. It's not it, again. There's so much out there that it's not even it's right. Not no. even about the word rape. That's a very valid point too. Mm-hmm. People have to remember. Look, you know, going into it, whether what whatever the performance art may be, whether it be a band, whether yeah. it be a stand-up comedian, whether it be a, your favorite TV show, you go into it knowing that there are options for you. And if you're gonna watch, sure. go to pay money to see Daniel Tosh. You know, you're not going to see Sinbad. If you yeah, wanted to right. see something that was possibly going to be completely unoffensive, right. then go see Sinbad. And I like that's and the, by the great way, thing Sinbad's about Sinbad's hilarious, right? Very, exactly, very funny. funny. They're neat in, in my line of work. They're in order for Howard Stern to exist. There has to be Ryan Seacrest. They, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and <laughs> exactly. I'm serious. Like, it's there has yang. to be people. It's to, yin yang. Yeah, there exactly. has to be people to, in order for 
you know, two live crew to have ever existed, Will Smith right. had to rap. You know what I'm <laughs> Absolutely. saying? Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. So, so you need that, and you need those options. Like that's why there's different people. There's different people out there. There's options. Right. When you go to a comedy club, it's either ha ha or no ha ha. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. Those are your only options. It, not, not well. Well, don't you think rape is too, is too is too much of a hot button issue? No, because once you say that a comedian can't make a rape joke, well then, okay, well then this other person had had people in her family die of cancer, so now right. he can't do cancer, cancer jokes. And this person has sex with a black dude, so we can't do black jokes. And we can't like then it just it, it it's just really just a, it's really just a slippery slope. And who's to say that your problem is more important than this person's problem? So we should be better with them than we should with you we, we can't yeah. do that and furthermore we couldn't make it any easier for the audience like you, we <laughs> couldn't make it any easier for you you show up well you don't even have to pick out your seat you don't have to stress out about somebody's already picked out your seat for you they right. seat you all you have to do is eat chicken wings have a beer <laughs> and just sit that's all you have. just don't yeah. yell at me yeah <laughs> that's all you have to do uh-huh, we no, couldn't uh-huh. make it any fucking simpler for you. Yeah, and then some people were some people were saying like, oh well, he should have picked something else to come back with her at. And it's just like when you're in that moment, you no. y- there's a million things going through your yeah. head. You're just trying to get the show, and also people are like, well, he should have been funnier. People don't realize stand up is something you cannot practice. Yeah, I can't go to the gym. And be by myself and practice <laughs> exactly. jokes. Yeah. I, I can't be next to the guy doing squats like two guys walking to a bar. Was that good? <laughs> I don't know. Like you, you can't do that. You have to do stand up in front of an audience. You well, need the live feedback. So it doesn't come out gold. Not every joke starts right. out perfect. I think I think it has to do with a lot of what's happening now with the trend that's happening this week with the wine glasses and with yeah. the Daniel Tosh incident and all this other stuff. It's building up where it's really showing that there's no respect left. When Even even right. nowadays, I'm, I've been full-time for years now. I, I, I do 48 weeks on the year, and I'll still meet somebody and be like, oh, I do stand-up comedy. Well, what else do you do? That's it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's by the all way, I do. By the way, my, in my opinion, maybe the hardest job on the planet. Right mm-hmm. up there with yeah, President of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> like, until you try it. Let's just say, like, I'm, the way I feel about stand-up and, and any any type of of performance art, like, if mm-hmm. you're being an entertainer, because with, with, with Twitter and with, with Facebook and everything right now, all I see is so much cynicism, so much hatred, yeah. and so much, uh, you, no one goes online with the, with the idea of, like, I'm gonna compliment this right. young lady or this young man for their performance. It's right. all hate. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, this, I was watching, uh, UFC at, a uh, uh, sports bar a couple of years ago, because mm-hmm. I usually typically watch it alone. Because right. I don't, I don't drink, so it's not a, like a typical environment where I yeah, want to so be. Yeah, but I remember I was watching, uh, what was it? It was the, uh, Nate Diaz, uh, Cowboy Cerrone fight. Okay. And all the guys around me, all they do is talk shit about what pussies these guys <laughs> yeah. are. Guy and I'm thinking to myself, what are you talking about? And I said, how did you go down? He just punched you in the face. Well, <laughs> have Nate Diaz punch you in the face? Yeah, exactly. And the same way I feel about being a radio personality or being a comic or being a rock star, it's like until you have at least once, go in your, in your yeah. life, rehearse a song, devote your life to writing something – Think of something creative. Get up in front of a stage of complete strangers and do it for yourself. Then try and talk shit. If you right. can do that, that's fine. Yeah. If, yeah. if fucking if if Chuck Liddell wants to sit in the crowd and criticize all the other fighters, Done. that's his yeah. deal. Done. But don't fucking sit back and then talk. Because if anybody could be creative, if everybody could be creative and do something and get paid for it, they would. Right. But it's a, one of the hardest things in the fucking world to do, and it's like everybody just wants to shit on people yeah. for it. And, and by the way, we're we're not saying you have to like it. Sure, no, 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 we're no, not no. saying that. 
We're just saying don't like it don't. out loud. <laughs> <laughs> just say okay, I'm not gonna. That's not for I'm, me. I'm not gonna listen to this. I'm not gonna watch this. Right. I'm not gonna do. I'm, just, she could have easily just walked out and not said anything, or just sat there for thirty more seconds and wait for the next he joke. Yeah, he yeah. would have. And here's the thing: is like there's there's a reason that the that an, estab- an entire st- the the laugh factor, the establishment of the laugh factor, has trusted him mm-hmm. to be up on stage, and they've given him an a, allotted amount of time because they trust him to do his job and take control right. of the room and be that guy at that time. There's there's comedy clubs all over the country that do that. They trust us with their yeah. esta- their their built their business. Right. And who are you to be like? <laughs> no, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. This uh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, J- uh, Jamie Masada, who has run the Laugh Factory successfully for thirty plus years. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> exactly. I just got, he must be wrong on this. Yeah, I just got I I just got off the bus from uh, <laughs> Oregon. I know what comedy is. I know taste, comedy. Taste is not objective. People have yeah. to remember that. Like just because somewhat you do not like a particular restaurant's food does not make that restaurant's food wrong. Right. It is. There's no uh, objectivity to taste. Every, you are free to not like or like anything. If you if you go to Applebee's and you don't like the the chicken wings yeah. at Applebee's, do you walk back and fucking yell at the chef? <laughs> and on top of that, don't go back to fu- don't go see Daniel Tosh again. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Guess what? There uh, you go. Because without, without people going to see a com- a comic, a band, a something, we don't exist. Exactly. We only exist on behalf of the fans. Now, and it just gives comedy such a bad uh, name. When something like this happens. We, we've had a bunch of calls coming in. I've been kind of ignoring them, but there's this one call I do want to take. This sure. uh, this guy named uh, Kevin's calling in. Mm-hmm. Kevin wants to complain about us complaining. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I mean, and I like I I get it. If I'm a plumber and I'm driving home from work, or if I, this is my favorite podcast, like it does get old. Like you, know, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you don't want to hear people who have cool jobs complain about sure, shit, sure, but sure. like. It is uh, weird. Uh, Kevin, what's up, buddy? Hey, I, I I told your call screener that I wanted to complain about the fact that you guys were complaining, but in reality, <laughs> I always podcast, and I never get a chance to call in, okay. or at least until now, and I just wanted to tell you guys that I love the show. Uh, show. I love what you're doing. Oh, wow, thank you. And I, I, I actually agree with what you're saying about people who talk shit about other people who, until you try it, you got no room to talk. Right, and thank you so much. Man, I, I, was, I was getting all amped up. Yeah, you're like, all right, let's go, motherfucker. And then you're like, so nice. Now I can't get mad at you. <laughs> it's about to go down, I, dude. I just, I just thought that I would call up and, and uh, tell you something good because I never get a chance to call, and I enjoy the show so mm. much, but you never know that because I can never call. <laughs> Perfect. Now. Oh, well, uh, Kevin, thank you so much for listening, and uh, like, like I said before in the podcast, thank you all people who listen, who yeah. enjoy, who comment on iTunes, who rate us. I, I think only... I think we've had like 58 ratings, and only one of them has been not five stars. Some dude nice. is like, "We're not, we're not, you're not professional. You stutter." Sorry, <laughs> oh, oh, come on. <laughs> but you whatever. Guys are great. Thanks, thanks for what you do. Hey, th- thank you again, Kevin, for calling in. So, all that's right. Awesome. Well, that's it's, good. That's awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. very nice. Call. It's a, it's a double-edged sword, you know, when mm-hmm. you're an entertainer because you know by going into the business that you're setting yourself up for sure. criticism. That's mm-hmm. your part that, of your gig. That, that's your gig. Especially as a comic. You know you're going in. Right. Yeah. But you know not, not every joke's going to kill. At the same time, there's no other business in the world where people really, really are very in-depth, thorough critics of something they have sure. no idea about. Yeah. Like you, There's no other line of work except excluding maybe sports. 
where you hear guys, yeah. I'm like, dude, you throw like a fucking girl and you're talking <laughs> shit about Clayton Kershaw right now. Like, you have no, like, you didn't even right. make my high school baseball team. How the fuck are you going to sit here? You know, but, but in, in reality, like, no one goes, like, has anything to say negatively about uh, a contractor if they've never swung a hammer. No one sure, right. really, you know, go, get, gets these, like, big, long diatribes mm-hmm. about a fireman if they've never been in the yeah, academy. Right. But yet, if no matter what facet of the entertainment industry you are, everybody seems to be an expert, you know? Sure, because they, they could obviously do it. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, that, or that's what they think. And, yeah, and it, it's, it's just something where we have so much material coming out and we're trying constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and especially at a club like the Laugh Factory, the the, the, the Laugh Factory for a guy like Tosh is that's his practice. It's home base. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's because he because yeah. it's his gym. It's right. where he works out. When he wants to go out on tour and do these theaters all mm-hmm. over the country, that's not the place where he can be really trying stuff out. Yeah, and when maybe, these people are paying seventy five dollars to see him, you don't want to have him be like, hey, um, get his notebook out. Let me yeah. see if this. Uh, <laughs> Let me see if this is funny. I paid a hundred dollars to be here. <laughs> you that is, it is the yeah. weird, strange thing about being a comic yeah. is that you mm-hmm. you you rehearse on stage. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you work shit out on live. Yeah, I mean, just that talking is, about that. Yeah, that yeah. is so weird. I mean, I can't imagine like right, like building a song, a band building a song like at concerts. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what. <laughs> yeah, br- yeah. Uh, Bruce Springsteen comes out. Hey, uh, me and the E Street Band. Uh, we're just gonna play a couple of tunes and see if it works out. Yeah. So, like, we're just gonna play a couple uh, notes. They're messing Max. it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. G backstage. And <laughs> got a little Steven liked it, so we're just gonna try to see what we do from here. <laughs> See, well, you, well, you know that with radio, too, because it's a live performance most is, of the time in like, the mornings. You, you have a, a set list of being like, this gag, this gag, this this sketch, this this, this is going on, this blah, blah, blah. And when you just have to go, here we go. Yeah. There's two There's two schools of, of doing radio talk shows. There's the guys that are making sure that everything is drum tight before they mm-hmm. get on the air. And then they just do, like, essentially a one-act right. play. Right. Um, callers and everything. They pre-record call. There's that school, and there's right. guys that are really good at that. And then there's the, the, the kind of school that I came from, learning from Kevin and Bean. It's mm-hmm. that you really kind of try to be well-informed. In and, General and, outline, and then... And then you go. And just, then that's yeah. where... Because that's the, I mean, that's the basis of being a radio personality. The more transparent you are, the more your actual personality comes yeah. through, mm-hmm. the better off you'll be. Some guys are, they created a character. And, right. You know, Lycus is a genius for that. Because sure. Because he was a, he was a, you know, Lycus is a... A very smart man. Yeah, Tom, and he was a, a, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tom Likas, yeah. he has this whole persona of just uh, women are bitches, uh, don't date them, and just uh, have sex with young girls, and then do it twice, and then move on. Well, he cultivated like, that that locker room talk thing, and he and, and that's because Genius. he was a political guy before. I mean, he was like mm-hmm. this kind of more well rounded. Uh, talk show host before that and he cultivated yeah. this character and it was genius and he runs with it and plenty of guys do that too but there's also the school where it's like just kind of going out there it's same with comedy i'm sure there's guys yeah. like yeah, oh look. yeah they do characters and yeah. do yeah, yeah you oh, have carrot top you have layer the cable guy you have uh, guys like dice and i mean you got yeah, you, right. you got your bill burrs and your, your daniel toshes and everyone's different and that's the greatest part about this whole entertainment industry that if yeah. you don't like something that's in front of you there will be something for your taste right. yeah. we have everything Wait, uh, 30 seconds <laughs> yeah uh, before we go I want to make sure we plug everything so Mike Malone give, uh, uh, give us your stuff Twitter is at Malone Comedy and my uh, Facebook fan page is backslash uh, Michael Malone Comedy and I have a uh, my uh, comedy albums up on iTunes Let's Get Physical and I have a new special totally different hour coming out of $5 <laughs> download on my website only at Malone Comedy 
Comedy.com. All right. Fall. Mike Catherwood. Loveline, five nights a week. Lovelineshow.com. So sorry I'm late, guys. I really apologize. <laughs> no, no, no problem, man. And he's not here, but let's plug uh, Adam Ray's stuff. Uh, <laughs> my co-host, who is filming a movie, he's at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. And uh, I think it's AdamRayComedy.com. Adam Ray TV for his YouTube channel. I am at Funny Brad, BradWilliamsComedy.com. This has been one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you guys so much for it's coming out. Thank you. This has been the About Last Night Show. Please try to remember our names in the morning. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it. On the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash wait for it comedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.